Interior. Night. Recording studio. Two redheads begin pre-show warm-ups. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Jack, write that you gargle your water or something. Jack gargles some water. And then put that we say, welcome to Script Shop. Who? Me or you? Mm-hmm. You say it. Welcome to Script Shop. N- no, but like, really, say it. Like, right now. Like, right now. Let's go for it. Welcome to Scrimshaw. No, Jack. Top. <laughs> Omaha. No, Jack. Welcome to Script Shop. Wow. Here we go, folks. <sighs> Welcome back. Welcome back to Script Shop. Yeah, welcome back to Script Shop because we know that you went on the 10-day bender that we went on <laughs> called yeah. the Sindependent Film Festival. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack. And I'm Allison. And this is our podcast where we talk to screenwriters about their scripts. And what they do with them and why they wrote them and what they mean to them. And then we get really, really, really closely into the heart to figure out what's going on with them we get into they're they're like they're english muffins and we get into the nooks mm. and crannies like Ooh. we're butter <laughs> oh. so here's the thing yes yum if this is your first time listening to the show we're gonna welcome re- yeah welcome we're gonna recap a few things because it's been a busy few times a uh, busy few days for us yeah this is our first taping back since yes. we did this independent film festival yeah which this, well this oh, okay by the way yeah Congratulations, everybody. Everyone. Sindependent Film Festival is a three-day film festival in Cincinnati, Ohio, that myself, Jack, and our uh, co-producer, Frank Steele, all work on. It is a labor of love, yes. to say the least. If we were actually birthing this baby, it would be a five-day ordeal <laughs> where everything works out wonderfully in the end. <laughs> labor for 112 hours. Yeah, it's a lot. The festival's three days, but then for like VIP pass holders and filmmakers, it could be five. Right. And for us, it's usually like... 10 because there's also load in load out i guess it's really eight but for me it feels like 10 there, listen it's it's a year-long thing that we work for and the the the, the freaky part is that now we have a year before we're doing this all over again <laughs> and we're like <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first time welcome very much we are happy to have you along uh our guest for this week's show is valerie schwartfiger who wrote a script called super nancy super nancy is a 32 page character-based memorial story about love superpowers, and a wild look toward the future. Yes, and uh, uh, Valerie was one of the... I almost said it. I I knew I was going (laughs) to... Yeah, look, that's because it's our first show back. You're crossing wires here. I am, so I've I've accidentally been calling Valerie Nancy at least once. This is funny because you used to do this in the beginning. Remember, we used to write the guest name really big because you would call them the name of their main character, Mm -hmm. which is so lovely. I can't help myself. Well, that's part of the show they are their work the work is within them that's it, it, that's right it's all planned out it, none of this is accident it's, big, it's all an important metaphor. metaphor that we're trying that <laughs> oh, we're both said metaphor at the same time i love it actively working towards so uh, we're both uh, wearing green today we both man, have red hair this is we're all just crushing it are you pregnant as well 20 weeks oh not God. that i know of oh, how, i mean your belly, Jack. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, so real quick before we get into anything else, this is so funny you brought this up because I Tell was me. at there's there's a bar that we go to for Bengals games. We're taping this on a Sunday, and the Bengals played yes, today. I was wondering if the Bengals would come up in this. They episode. did, and a friend of ours had a Polaroid camera and said, "Hey, everybody, get together. I'm going to take a picture." And I was wearing a different T-shirt during that picture. I look so awful in this photo. <laughs> it's the worst picture I've taken in all of 2019. Oh, boy. I, I'm sitting like somewhat close to a friend who is a little bit bigger than me, and he's actively eating in the picture, and he was giving me a hard time that I look so bloated in this photo. Oh my gosh. It's the worst picture I've ever taken in my life, and now that I brought it up for the show, I know, it. we're going to have to tweet it out we now. We have to. I took a picture of the picture Chunky already. Jack. You did. It's so yes, bad. Yes, Chunky Jack, he lives. He lives and breathes. You know what? 
we all live and breathe in our chunkiest form at times. It's so bad. It's very comfortable. I hate it so much. <laughs> but we'll do that for you, the fans, because you guys listen to the show. And if you do listen to the show, yes. we would love it if you left us a review yep. on Apple Podcasts or shared it with a friend uh, or made friends with us on social media. Yes, please do. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Script Shop Show on all those platforms. Please find us, friend us, follow us. We would uh, we would love that very, very much. That's right. You can um, also, as we mentioned, check us out at ScriptShopShow.com. That's where you can see all... All of our old episodes. We have a bevy, over 100 episodes to share. Oh, that's right. Jeez, we're into triple digits now. That's right. Where we have interviewed fabulous people yes. from all over the world, sometimes in bathtubs, sometimes in boats, mm-hmm. sometimes on Greyhound buses, yes. sometimes in offices. Everything she's saying is 100% it accurate has a- right It now. has absolutely happened. <laughs> and I, we would love for you to go listen to all of these artists, all the things they have to tell you about screenwriting and their stories, and learn from them because it's been a wild and wonderful experience for us, and we want to share that with you. And the nice thing is you get to read their work, too. We've got the scripts posted on scriptshopshow.com. You can read it and then listen to the interview and get just like a sort of a full picture of where these creative people are coming from and what they've put out into the world and what it means to them. And it, it, it's so, I, I love the the full picture that we're able to present to people. Yeah, and if your name's Daddy Warbucks and you have a lot of money and mm-hmm. you feel like producing one of these things, then that is a great resource for you as well so if you're looking for a great script to produce you can go read these scripts connect with the artist connect with the writers and see if you can make magic happen and if you have a couple extra of those reenies and roonies sitting around you could throw them our Reen, way Reen, Reen. <laughs> that's the sound effect of reenies and roonies this is a long story but the important thing that you need to know is that we are on patreon and if you would like to support our show uh in a financial sense we would be thrilled beyond yes. words with that yes so thank you so much for tuning in um, let's talk to the Val gal. Let's go to Valerie because she's been patiently waiting. Hi, Valerie Schwartfiger. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Valerie, you're how calling you us. Doing? We're doing great. You're, you're calling us from Ohio, right? Yeah, I'm right here in Ohio. <laughs> yes, yeah, so are we. It's great. <laughs> we're barely in Ohio, though. Just barely. I'm sorry that we can't be doing this in person. You, you, you were a part. You came down for this independent film festival, though, right? I did, which was great, by the way. You yes. guys are so well organized. It was beautiful. Oh, my God, Valerie. Thank you so much. Do you get to travel to a lot of festivals? I'm I'm still kind of new to this, so it was only like the second one that I'd been to, but it was really, it was really, really nice. I'm really glad that you liked it. How long did you get to fest with us? I was just there for the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I great. got to take my husband with it, with me, though. It was really nice. Yes. I love it whenever you get to travel with, like, a festival partner. Which, you know what? Jack and I traveled I to a festival together once. Yes, we did. We, we, and when you were in the planning stages of figuring out what you wanted to do for Independent, we went up to the Columbus Film Festival yeah. for a day. Film Festival of Columbus. Oh, cool. Yes. I had a film. Cool. One of my films was playing, and so we watched that, and then we watched a bunch of other movies. Um, it was great. Man, that awesome. was so much fun. And then we got drunk on a bunch of Jameson. <laughs> and the Airbnb we rented had one tiny bed in a tiny little room. So we had a slumber party. Yeah. And Jack said, this is how Jack goes to bed. <laughs> he said, good night. And he yeah. rolled over and he passed out. I, I, listen, I, I like going to sleep and I'm very good at it. Oh, man. Oh, I'm good at sleeping too. Oh, yeah, right? It's, a, it's, it's an uncelebrated skill. <laughs> Um, so you said you've been to two film festivals. Are you, are you relatively well, I mean, new to writing? I forgot one or two. <laughs> okay. Four, six, my head. 20. <laughs> I've, I've entered a lot. I haven't gotten to go to a lot, mm, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Are you a relatively And new- I forgot about Ta. 
I forgot about one that was in Cleveland that I went to, but yeah. What um, did you say? I was just wondering how long you'd been writing actually. Oh, I've been writing since like seventh grade. <laughs> okay. But I have only been submitting to film festivals for a year. Well, so this is one of the things that I love to ask people when they are, when, when we talk about sort of writing in general, capital W writing just as a way to express oneself creatively. And you've got so many options. You could write, you know, a short story or like a novel or, you know, poetry. And there, you, there's so many options as far as writing goes. I'm always very interested about what is it about screenwriting specifically that maybe has your attention more than other forms of writing? Yeah, I, um, I loved like, okay, so... I, I started out writing short stories in seventh and eighth grade. There was this group called power of the pen, which mm -hmm. I love. I do the, too. The name of it <laughs> alone, so right? Killer. Power of the pen. It's so awesome. Um, you'd, you'd get a prompt and you'd get to write for 45 minutes. You write a short story and they judge it in three rounds. And, um, in seventh grade, I made regionals and in eighth grade, I made state and I got it in my head. I can do this. I love this. And I'm a writer, you know? So, I carried it forward and I, I, you know, stuck to it and my undergrad is in creative writing. So I kind of always was a writer. Um, and by the time I got, I really got into theater and everything. By the time I was in college, I was writing plays. But when I discovered screenwriting, it was like this. I always, I, I kind of discovered the, the metaphor, like, Driving through your neighborhood feels familiar, but when you pull into your own driveway, you know you're home. Oh, wow. That's kind of what it was like for me. You know, writing writing other stuff, short stories, writing plays is like driving through my neighborhood and then like pulling in my driveway. It was screenwriting. Oh, my God, this is it. This is what – this is my thing. You know, that's kind of how it felt. Okay, but so so going from what? writing for for the stage versus writing for the screen, you know, obviously in when you're writing a script for a play, you can work in, you know, blocking and, and certain things. But as far as when you're writing for a for a movie on the screen, you're you're able to have a little bit more detail as far as, you know, facial expressions and describing maybe certain shots. So much of it yeah. is up to how much you want to pour in there. Is that was that like sort of the big difference between this is what I'm doing versus oh I'm home now? Yeah, it's really, it's really close. They're like so close to each other and I love both. I really love both, but, um, yeah, something about the intimacy of just getting a little closer to a face or to a feeling, you know, I mean, there's, there's a certain energy from an audience that you don't get, but then do you know what I mean? It's just so, it's just a little different. I love them both really. Um, you said that you accidentally stumbled onto screenplay writing on the internet. Were you like mm -hmm. looking for videos of puppies and then your phone had listened to you yeah. say, maybe screenwriting. This is the best accidental thing that's ever happened on the internet. <laughs> screenwriting. I don't know what I did. I don't know. I think like, um, I think that I was I was possibly trying to convert one of my stage plays into a screenplay because it just got too big. It was like an ensemble cast and, uh, you know, it, it was a historical comedy. And I'm like, I don't know if they want to. <laughs> I don't know who would want to do this. <laughs> you know, Who would want to do this so, in real life? Yeah. <laughs> you? Right? You would? Yeah. I, me. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I think I was just thinking of, of ways to do things differently. And then I got kind of sucked into the rabbit hole of, oh, well, well, this is like, okay, different formatting and different everything. <laughs> and just learned it, you know, myself online. So like got some checked books out from the library and stuff too. But do you usually take on new challenges like that where you're like, look at this new thing. I think I want to learn this and then start doing research and start applying it and start suddenly doing it. Well, I'm the spawn of teachers. Okay. So yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. I like that sort of thing. I'm a big nerd. I'm really curious to know what other types of things you've taught yourself. Yeah. Can you think of any off the top of your head? Oh, God. Well, well, some of them don't work. I cannot do anything with, like, well, I'm, I'm really artsy, but I can't do, like, fabric arts, like, nothing knitting, crocheting, sewing, any of that. I fail at all of that. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> but, okay, but words on a piece of paper, tried. you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, I'm okay at that. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. So you um, sent us a script called Super Nancy, and it's about uh, an older woman in her 60s named Nancy who has lost her husband, and she's uh, she's a Sunday school teacher, and she's got a few friends. But the, 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 the thrust of the script is the idea that she gets invited to go to this superhero academy where they're going to imbue people with superpowers and train them to save the world. And it, it's, a, it's a very fun script. It's not really over the top in terms of what you sent us already, but in terms of what your normal sort of go-to writing is is this sort of very much in your wheelhouse or is this a bit of an outlier i write weird shit <laughs> so <laughs> no it's not over the top for me mm-hmm. i mean so. we mean weird in the sense that this is very character driven mm-hmm. it has a lot of charm right. and personality it's about an older woman who's going to become a superhero and is trying to figure mm-hmm. out her superpowers perhaps in search of her her you know, her beloved and dear husband. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you mean in terms of you write the weird shit? Mm-hmm. What other kinds of stuff do you end up writing? Um. Well, like my feature right now, do you want to know yeah, about sure. my other project? Sure. Okay. Um, my feature is, uh, my main character is a psychiatrist who um, desperately wants to be a mother and she has lost several opportunities to be a mom over the last few years. And she goes to this little getaway cabin. And um, when she wakes up, she just feels like drawn out to the shore by these like strong emotions, like loneliness, sadness. And when she gets out there, she hears crying and she goes out to the shore and there's a baby and she picks it up. And it has a mermaid tail. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but when she picks it up, she feels happy and, and soothed. And she just falls in love with it. And she takes it home. And this baby mermaid has the power to make you feel whatever it's feeling. Oh, wow. And that's how its power drew her out there. And, and she just falls in love with it. And um, the problem is that you, the baby mermaid can't survive without the touch of other mermaids. And back at the colony, uh, the other mermaids are being picked off by marine scientists. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, so the, the story cuts back and forth between the science lab where the 
mermaids who also they have superpowers. I kind of like powers. Okay. Um. Yeah, it cuts back and forth between the science lab and Kate, her the psychiatrist, kind of her story. And uh, I, I don't want to give spoilers. Mm-hmm. No, you're yeah, fine. Don't worry it's about a cool it. Story too. Do you know what kind yeah. of genre does this fall into? Fantasy. I mean. I give it sci-fi fantasy, but the yeah. last uh, film fest it was at, it won, they recategorized it, I think, because it won best youth and family script. Ooh, oh, nice. Okay. Well, so if that's yeah. sort of the, like, sort of a main wheelhouse for you doing, you know, you said weird shit and doing stories about older women that want to become superheroes and people who find mermaid <laughs> babies on the shore, like, just the idea the, of that sort of out there fantasy, sci-fi, whatever, really sort of lends itself to some sort of, you know, metaphor and, like, other message that you want to, you know, tie into whatever the actual main story is. Is that something that you sort of actively pursue? Or do you just want to write, you know, a fun story about a mermaid baby? <laughs> I um it's weird I I feel like I start small and go big a lot of times like the mermaid baby story started with literally an image of a woman on a train like hiding a baby and I wondered to myself what's she hiding and it was a tail okay. and that's literally wow. all it was to start what's her secret and and it bloomed from there into a full-length feature Um, But then like as I was writing it, it had weaved in all the feelings and stuff that I was going through. I lost three people during the time that I was writing. Mm -hmm. I lost my grandma, my grandpa and a friend named James to suicide. And so it had all these themes of loss and then of like healing and stuff kind of come into it as I was writing. Mm -hmm. So um, but so it kind of like grew a theme as I was writing. But uh, the theme of Super Nancy was be brave from the get go. And okay. I, that was kind of woven into the David and Goliath Sunday school lesson, you know, and then into her character, too, because she's going to go to this academy when she has no business being there, mm-hmm. you know. But um, so that's I don't know. It, but oh it went from small to big too. Like what did it start with? Because that it was a short story. Um, my writing group, which is all a bunch of novelists and mostly they write erotica. They're just so (laughs) as one does. Sure. (laughs) My friends are so fun, but, um, they, we were having a writer's retreat and they're like, yeah, write us three pages to read aloud. And I'm like, great. I have to hear about dicks for like an hour. (laughs) I mean, maybe you got a lot of options. You know, I blush so easy too, but I'm like, I just want to make them laugh. So I wrote this scene. I was like, what's, you know, something popped in my head about this time I had a cat sit for my aunt. And she has a diabetic cat, and it freaked me out so bad that I'd have to give this cat shots because I'm like, what if I kill this thing? Oh, my God. What if I kill this cat and my aunt will never forgive me? So I wrote a short story about it, and I made my writer's group just die. (laughs) So that's where I started with this, and I built a bigger TV pilot around it. So... You were worried about yeah. killing the cat, but then you ended up making your writer's group die in the story about it. So that works out really well. And, 
and now I'm a serial killer. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> you know, Valerie, speaking from experience, the, the cat that I grew up with as a child ended up becoming a diabetic cat, and I remember my parents having to give oh, it no. insulin shots. It's extremely stressful. I, I 100% get where you're coming oh, from on that. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of cats, there's a part in this script, so in Super Nancy, when, again, this woman is maybe about to take some time away from home, and she's got a number of cats in her home. Yeah. And eight? She's, eight? Yeah, and she's, eight teaching, yeah. she's teaching a gal in the neighborhood, like, how to make sure to take care of everybody, because all these different cats have all the different personalities, and they all have to be taken care of the right way. But one of the notes <laughs> for sure that I wrote was that the, the main cat, her, her main girl, is named Queen Lucinda Sophia Anna Maria V, which is an extremely good cat name. Thank you. Thank you. I I used to have a cat named, let me get this straight, Jade Leandrin Daisy Butterscotch Pretty Kitty Schwartz figure. <laughs> yes. I love that. That's so good. Butterscotch uh, is such a great word. Butterscotch is good in terms of a name for a pet for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to ask about, you were saying that the big theme in Super Nancy is to be brave. And why yeah. why did that come through as kind of your big through line for this story um I don't know I I mean I've been going through stuff where I just feel like I need to sometimes I think what I'm writing I give myself some messages Mm -hmm. well what was going on in your life when you were writing this (sighs) I don't know like I I I Right now, I, I need courage to keep this up because this is what I want so bad. Mm-hmm. And it's it's current right now for me. So maybe Be Brave is my message right now to stay after this. Yeah, this is what I want. Like setting yourself up to, like, if I want to go down this path, I'm going to need to be, you know, strong whether things are up or down. And so maybe you were, this was like a, you know, past Valerie was setting future Valerie up for a little bit of strength and fortitude. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sure. I can find a through line. It's no problem. (laughs) I feel like maybe we should read a little bit of the script. Yeah. Sure. So, like we said before, so Super Nancy is, it's, it's a, I really, really enjoy, I want to talk to you about the dialogue that you have written in this because there, there are times when the, the characters are having a conversation and it's maybe not necessarily super tied to what the overall plot is, but it's so much fun just to see these characters interacting with each other. I think your dialogue is really sort of natural and fun and it's a, and I, I want to talk about that afterward, but the part that we're about to get into right now is when, so we've got Nancy who is a, she's widowed, uh, her husband Everett was a big-time scientist who was working on a cure for cancer, and he was big into superheroes. And now that he's passed, Nancy is living her life and, you know, just sort of trying to, you know, she's got friends and she's trying to make it through, but she's been invited, like we said, to this superhero academy, and I think, you know, she wants to do it in honor of her husband. And then even later on in the script, when they're talking about superpowers, she's very focused on the idea of, well, if this is what I'm doing, what can I do to maybe get him back? Which I think is a really good and interesting goal for her as a character. But so we're picking it up from this part where she's first starting to, she got this letter in the mail and now she's making the phone call to sort of pull the trigger and actually take the step forward and do this wild thing as she's in her, what, like late 60s, right? Right. Yeah. So, listeners, today you have a special treat. Um, I'm going to be reading for Nancy, but Valerie is going to be playing three characters yes. for us. She's going to be playing um, three phone characters. First, she's going to play Catherine, then Kelly, and then the voicemail of Cheryl. Yep, and I will be doing uh, the action headings for this. 
So we are starting from the middle of 13, if if you're reading along, and make sure to turn the page when you hear the chime. (laughs) Jack, whenever you're ready, take it away. Nancy holds the letter and paces back and forth in her living room. Do you think I should get a cape? I wonder if they provide capes. I'll never know if I don't ask. Well, Huntington, this is the craziest thing I've ever done, but wouldn't Everett have loved it? I'm sure if he's looking down from heaven, he's giving me googly eyes. Nancy grabs her cell phone and settles on the couch with the letter. She calls Cheryl. Here goes nothing. She makes the call, and Catherine answers. Intercut between Call Academy and Nancy's house. Interior Superhero Academy receptionist desk day. A bubbly young lady with a pixie cut and gaudy earrings sits at a desk. She answers the phone. Hello, this is Catherine. Catherine, with? Uh, just Catherine by myself, with no one. No, like with what company? Catherine doesn't answer. She bites her lip. Okay, Catherine, I have a letter regarding a special training opportunity. Oh, that sounds nice. Would you happen to know anything about that? Um, no, but I know how to connect you to an extension if you have one of those. Oh, right. Um, okay. It's three, six, seven. The line rings and Kelly answered. Kelly is straight-faced. Hello, this is Kelly. Not Cheryl? No, it's Kelly. Do you need Cheryl? Well, I don't know if I need Cheryl. I just called to accept an invitation. Oh, to the suspenders party. Nancy looks at the other side of her letter and inside the envelope in case there's another note. Is that code? Can you elaborate, please? No, it's really not appropriate to elaborate, but I can put you through to Cheryl's voicemail. Well, I wanted more information about the Academy. What's the password? Nancy's shoulders drop and her face sinks with disappointment. She sighs (sighs) and then looks up in hope. Tishta? There's no password. I just like to screw with people. Oh, really? So are you Cheryl? No, I'm still Kelly. Here, go ahead and leave her a voicemail. She'll call you after the suspenders party. Oh, that's a thing? Of course. Here you go. There is a pause as Kelly connects Nancy to Cheryl's voicemail. Interior Nancy's house day. Nancy holds the phone and pets her cat. Hello, you've reached the voicemail of Cheryl Houseworth. Please leave a message after the beep. Beep. Hi, this is Nancy Rowland. I'm ready to accept the invitation. I want to be a superhero. Heroine. Um, superheroine. Is that... Um, if you could call me back with details, please, I would appreciate it. My number is 555-878-9033. Thanks. Bye. Nancy hangs up the phone. Uh, did I make a fool of myself? She looks to her cats, but the felines visibly give no fucks. <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> oh, round of applause for Valerie. That's such a good, yes, You're thank lovely. you very much, Valerie. Lovely. You really, thank you. So fun. Valerie rising to the occasion like I don't think any other guest that we've yeah. had on before. That was three distinct <laughs> characters yep. over the phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. Also, also, props to you, Valerie, for letting me close out the script with that little piece of description. That's <laughs> maybe the best thing I've ever said on this show. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's wonderful. So we really have, in this little beep, the be- I, I do love... Okay, do you guys know who the playwright Christopher Durang is? He did uh, yeah. For Whom the Southern Bell Tolls. Yes, yeah. He's, a, he's like a, a very big, abstract, comedic playwright. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this character interaction reminds me of a lot of stuff he does. I can see that. Where it almost seems like non sequiturs, but it's character nuance 
they, you know, your actors have to understand the trains of thoughts that are rolling through the different people's heads and kind of let them roll across each other without any kind of, you know, care, Mm -hmm. really, to just let them happen. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Valerie, do you have any, like, writing inspirations? Um, I, I do, but, uh, they're, they're bigger than me. <laughs> I don't even want to say. That's okay. <laughs> but, um, well, my favorite author is Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So. Yeah. Neil Gaiman, yeah. who wrote my favorite all-time book that I talk Good about on the show all omens. the time. Good Omens. Good. I really? love it. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Did you watch the new miniseries? I did, and I loved I every love second of oh, it. Oh, I know. God, so good. That that show was so good that as I was watching it, I had to, like, Google the storyline so I could read everything without having read the book yet. <laughs> Philip calls that cheating, but I say, I need to know. You I'm just, just really know. excited about it. Uh, yeah. So, Valerie, as far as your dialogue goes, I mean, is that something that you put a lot of effort into or is that just sort of a natural thing for you? These sort of like even when Nancy was on the phone and uh, Kelly just likes to mess with people like that, that you don't need that. But it's a lot of fun and it was it was a cool part to read. Is that something that you actively work to put into stuff or is that just does that just come naturally to you? Well, it it seems like and and I think dialogue tends to be my stronger suit and in, in action, my weaker suit. Um, this one best dialogue at, um, a fest in Las Vegas called action on film. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it is something I think I need to work on action a little bit, but yeah, dialogue is something that I'm a little bit better at usually. What is your rewrite process then? If your dialogue comes easily, but you, you understand you may need to do more action work. What What is your rewrite process like when you start really getting into a screenplay? Um, well, I go back through, I look at, are there big chunks where they're not doing anything enough? And I think, well, what, what are they really doing in my mind? And I, I put that back in, you know, um, I think about, I don't, I try not to to be doing talking heads stuff, you know, uh, I think about breaking it into, have you done the thing where you just like list out everything that one character says and then everything that the other character says, and then see if there, you know, is a lot of repeat stuff or things that they, they're just they don't need to be saying hmm. things like that. Do you I, do stuff like that? I've never done it, but I'm that's fascinated. That's something that, that you find really helpful. That's an exercise that you do. Yeah. There's things like that to do. Like I, I feel like that would really help with efficiency, I suppose. Yeah. And so doing some of those things helps illuminate what you might see as pitfalls and then you can rework them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds really helpful. Yeah. Uh, so if, if if Nancy is, I'm curious where Nancy comes from for you. Is she's this? She's she's a really interesting character in that she's got she's a woman of principle, and she's got certain like there's things that she thinks are right and things that she thinks are wrong. When she's hanging out with her friend Annette, like very early on in the script, Annette maybe wants to go into the fridge and grab a bottle and have a couple of drinks, and Nancy says, "No, we don't drink during the day. That's not a thing that we do." <laughs> but then later on, when she's teaching Sunday school and teaching the story about David and Goliath, the the arts and crafts project that day is the kids 
end up with slingshots in church, which Annette is not a fan of at all. And I'm, I'm, right. I'm interested where, as far as your building of characters and specifically Nancy, how much is, is there a part of you that's in Nancy and where Nancy came from for you? I don't know where she came from. She's just her own person. Um, gosh, I mean, her name came from one of my grandmothers who has passed away. But, um, and Cheryl is my other grandma who has passed away. Okay. As far as like personality mixing, I mean, were there parts of your grandmother named Nancy that you feel like this character Nancy sort of shares? Um, no, not really. She, she's not really like either of them. What were your grandmothers like? Could you describe them? Well, Cheryl is a storyteller, like through and through. She, um, she's the one who passed away last year while I was writing Melody of the Sea. Mm -hmm. Like last summer she passed away. So, um, yeah, uh, she, she's where I get my storytelling from. Mm -hmm. And I have, I still have to work up the courage to go look at it, but I have a typewritten manuscript. That's all I asked for of hers and I know she wrote like a full story that mm -hmm. I can't I want to read it but I like <laughs> haven't looked through it yet yeah. she was a writer as well and you got that yeah. when she passed yeah wow and then your grandmother Nancy what was she like um she was uh she she actually is I guess my step-grandma so she married my grandpa mm -hmm. um she she's she's a little bit eccentric but I don't really know how to describe her. She, the, the thing that's most memorable about her to me was that she was very attached to this little black dog named Bijou <laughs> and she wouldn't be anywhere apart from him. That, and, um, she served the lion's club and was like, like a glasses dealer. <laughs> that's okay. how I saw her when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I guess. So we're not necessarily sure that Grandma Nancy would have been the kind of person who, if she gets a letter in the mail, would go halfway across the country to start attending a superhero academy. No, she wouldn't have left Bijou for yeah. anything. Well, he could have been like the sidekick dog. Yeah, obviously. Put a cape on him and it's adorable. Yeah, you got crypto right there. Right. <laughs> Valerie, how much into the whole, you know, obviously superhero movies are huge right now and comics have been around for decades and decades. How much of, you know, the history of comics and, and, and as, a, as a storytelling medium, how much of that is your thing? I mean, I want to love it, but to be honest, I haven't gotten really into the, the stuff that's already out there because I get really bored by action scenes mm -hmm. and I'm, mm. I'm like... I'm embarrassed to admit that, but I do. I'm like, oh, yay, punch, punch, kick, kick, explosion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true, though. It's okay. It's like you love the media exchange that can happen with words. I do, and emotion. Like, I really get inter interested in psychic-type powers yeah. and things like that. I, I was interested in the X-Men. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Hey. I haven't gotten us into the more recent one the more recent superhero stuff though valerie this is something i know about you just because of like doing research on you for syndependent but you have a master's in clinical mental health counseling correct yeah i do how, how uh -huh. much of that starts to work its way into your work um quite a bit but it's it's ironic too because um i also suffer from 
co-occurring mental health disorders. <laughs> so, and I didn't know that until I was in grad school for, for mental health. Um, yeah. Could you share a little was, bit about how that informs your work? Yeah, sure. I have bipolar one and ADHD mm -hmm. and, uh, they, they work against each other a little bit, yeah. at least medically, because when you, if you give a stimulant for your ADHD, then you risk hypomania and mania. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard to medically manage, but I have like a really great psychiatrist that I trust with my life. So yay. Mm. <laughs> but, um, well, and what so was the original question. Well, I was I was going to point out that I mean, obviously, that sort of thing. I feel like that sort of personal connection to stuff would make sense as far as maybe your interest in when you're talking about superpowers, you know, mental capacity and and, and psychic and telepathy and stuff. That all sort of that that seems like a pretty obvious through line to me. Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've been endlessly fascinated with with the just what the mind can do, what the mind already does, you know. I always wanted to help people. I was misdiagnosed with depression and anxiety when I was young. I was 13 when I was, was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And by the time I was in my freshman year of college, I was, I was really high functioning, but I mean, we could tell there was stuff wrong. If you give a person who has bipolar a standard antidepressant, it makes them hypomanic. Mm -hmm. And a hypomanic person functions really it looks like they function really well, but they don't sleep enough and they're like doing way too many things. Like, you know, they could be taking 18 credit hours, running the radio show, being the weather girl, doing three plays, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, and, um, and then not sleeping enough and, and they do it, do it, do it until they crash. And then the depression period is like mandated rest because yeah. your brain is accruing oxidative damage and then you have to rest or else. Well, so, so, I mean, I feel like this, it yeah. really makes sense if, if, the, if, if, if a main theme of Super Nancy for you is this idea of being brave. And if, you've, if you're, you know, sort of having to juggle various conditions and knowing what you need to be able to focus on and do stuff. And if the story is about maybe going outside of your comfort zone and moving ahead with something, this, this all ties in, I feel like, really personally then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the homage to your grandmothers who yeah. have both recently passed away. The love for animals, the terrifying um, need to potentially take care of a diabetic cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's stressful right there. It's uh, funny because my brother, my brother has type 1 diabetes. And I remember when he first got it, when I was like 15 and he was 13. And at that time, I didn't get it. Like... I was begging him to let me give him a shot. Mm. And there was like an orange <laughs> sitting on the table with a shot by it. I'm like, I'm, I'll practice all day. Just let me, please let me give you a shot. I didn't take it to, you know, the same level of serious as, a, as when that cat was. You know, years later. <laughs> that's very good. He wouldn't let me give him a shot. Oh, man. That's he so knew. Funny. He's got a man he up knew a He knew better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't learn until you try, though. You got the orange right there. You're doing your best. <laughs> So, um, Valerie, do you have any plans for production with this script? Anything that you want to do yourself or any just future plans about actually getting this story up onto the big screen? Um, I would love to get any of my stuff produced. Yeah. Um, Super Nancy, uh, I have 
just, I have any, anybody who would want to produce super Nancy, I'd be happy to talk with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've just got the pilot written and kind of an idea for the arc. Yeah. 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 Because, because the script that we've got sort of ends with a bit of a big reveal where, so Nancy goes to this Academy and there's an intro and there's an orientation period. And then she and the other group of uh, would be heroes gets brought over into this other room and the woman running the show, there's a cage and she sort of takes the curtain off the cage and there's a, there's a, there's a rat floating in midair inside the cage and the whole script sort of closes with the main woman saying okay well here you are and things are only going to get weirder from here and it feels like a really good setup to more and I was curious how much more you've written yeah um I have just the the main arc I have I think that the five people who are in that room right there with her which are Hank Jane Beth and Toby and her Nancy Mm mm-hmm I think those are going to be the five main characters. So Nancy's yeah. obviously the main, main character, but those four others will be kind of uh, secondary main characters. Yeah, that's the crew. Because I have their backstories written too. Um, and so they will be key characters. I have set up like their backstories and what their, their powers are going to be. Um, I have set up, what Dr. Sayers like dark motives are and what he's going to, he's going to be trying to get doc. He's going to be trying to get Everett's research. Yeah. I sort of figured Nancy's very suspicious of his speech. And yeah, I figured there was a, there was a connection there. Yeah. He wants the research from Nancy's house. Um, and he's going to be sending people after Annette and Joni. Joni's the girl who's babysitting, Oh, cat. that's right. Who had to learn all the... Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Joni's yeah. got the cats for the summer. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's mm. sending people back toward them. So they're in danger. Um, okay, so you've got a whole you've got a whole thing planned whole out here. Going. Yeah. yeah, I've got a pretty good arc planned for most of the first season, at least. Awesome. Well, um, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you about these stories, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, I have a an Instagram and a Twitter and an email mm-hmm. that I could share with you. Please, yes, please. Too. Um, my Instagram is vshwar1, which is V-S-C-H-W-A-R-1. Mm-hmm. And my um, Twitter is at capital V, capital S, C-H-W-A-R-T-F-I-G-U-R-E. Perfect. And my email is val.s.writer at gmail.com. Awesome. Perfect. Valerie, thank you very much. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for sending us your work. Thank you for sending the work to the Independent yes, Film Festival. Yes, and for making the time to attend, And coming to hang with us, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was great. Uh, and so, yeah, if you're out there and you're listening and you think that the this story of Super Nancy is interesting, please get a hold of Valerie. That would be uh, super cool. Awesome. Awesome. Valerie, thanks very much. Thank you. All right. Well, there's Valerie. I love the idea of like a fascination with mental health mm-hmm. and then overcoming potential real life challenges with going above and beyond to, yeah. the, to the beautiful, extraordinary that like people can contain in their real lives that may never 
fully get to be expressed yeah. out like walking around in the real world. Well, and the thing about this script that really gets my attention is that, you know, I mean, all, you know, obviously, again, superhero movies are huge right now. And in terms of like all the actors playing all these parts that everybody's known forever, it's all like, you know, 20 and 30 year olds and, you know, maybe yes. a few older folks. But this idea of this woman that's like I love that. embracing a, a, a major new chapter in her life and stepping out and really getting outside of her comfort zone right. with all this wild stuff on the sides. I know late 60 year olds who are like really embracing cell phones and Instagram right. and that's new right. let alone learning how to become a superhero and going halfway across the country to do so trying on spandex and trying to figure out if you should have a cape <laughs> along with it yeah no kidding that's so sweet isn't it if you have uh, written something whether you wore spandex when you wrote it or not that's cool either way we would love <laughs> we to read definitely it definitely want to know <laughs> uh, you should probably include if you were wearing spandex when you wrote it because I would yeah. like to know that yes don't forget too that if you are going to send a script in you can do it using the hashtag hot burrito in mm-hmm. the subject line and the title and a tweet and whatever it is and that'll get your script to the front of the line of ones we consider. If you do want to send them in, do that by going to scriptshopshow.com slash submit. And once again, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I'm only on Twitter, and I'm at scriptshopjack on such a thing. And I'm at your bestie Westie. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, geez, guys. Thanks, everybody. Welcome yeah. back. We're going to move on forward. We're in the hundreds now. <laughs> That's You know what? Let's get to the thousands. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, let's so do much, that. So much work. Let's do that. That's like 20 years from now. Oh, my God. Is it 10 years? 20? Something like that. I it's a long time. Well, I don't do math. <laughs> All right, friends. Until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs> Script Shop was created by Allison West. Hosted by Allison West and Jack Crumley. Produced by Frank Steele. Thanks to iHeartMedia Cincinnati for use of their studio. Intro music, Retro Soul by bensound.com. Outro music by purple-planet.com. Special thanks to all our guests. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.